0: You think it's funny to take screenshots of people's NFTs, huh?
1: I don't think people understand when something comes along that changes the world. Welcome to NFT Deep Dive. My name is Myron and every week I talk to a newer existing project in the NFT space. On this show, we meet the people behind the projects and the platforms. I view this show as my Web3 university, so come along for the ride and get ready to learn a thing or two. And... Action Welcome to NFT Deep Dive. Today, I'm talking to Bud Daddy, one of the co owners of the NFT project Budheads. What I really find fascinating is that instead of starting this project from scratch, he actually acquired it with a group of co owners. We're going to talk about that process how Bud Daddy got involved in the NFT world, how they acquired the project, and their partnership with Dude Wipes, which is super cool seeing the CPG and NFT worlds collide and then where they're going with the project. So, Bud Daddy, great to have you on the podcast.
0: Thank you for having me. Uh, it's very exciting. I've uh, been trying to get this in the works for the last two weeks since DudeWorks uh, launched, and i um, happy to be here.
1: Yeah, it's awesome to talk to you. Also, the first time I'm talking to someone who is not doxxed, and I'm not referring to them by their name. So that's definitely an interesting little uh, thing that happens in the NFT world that doesn't really happen outside of it. So we'll see, we'll see how that goes, but it's awesome to have you here.
0: Thank you. Well, that's the beauty of the NFT world, right? It's all about your virtual identity. Exactly. Uh, and I'm proud about my virtual identity as Butt Daddy. And, um, and listen, uh, I don't know, the the latest news is the Board Ape uh, ownership. Uh, yeah,
1: they just got doxxed uh, like a week or two ago, right, On in the news story. What was it, BuzzFeed?
0: Yep, and uh, they were pretty successful as uh, remaining as undoxed uh, character. So, who knows? But, yeah, it's... Uh, so,
1: actually, before we even dive in, I, maybe, like, quickly, let's talk about the whole doxing thing. So, I know certain projects, the owners or the people behind it, they actually prefer to be known, so people know exactly who they are. Other projects have owners who are kind of hiding their identity, so they're more anonymous. What's your take on uh, that, and why are you choosing to remain anonymous?
0: Uh, I mean, it's a great question. It's it's really a matter of keeping, and then that's why I mentioned it before, it's a matter of keeping you know, my metaverse identity separate from my personal identity. Um, given that the NFT world and the metaverse world really came on the scene as of last year, um, so did my uh, virtual identity. Uh, so, you know, up until, you know, this year, I felt it was best to separate my business dealings with my in real life, uh, universe and then try to create my own identity, which is what I feel like the metaverse is so special for, um, in the metaverse, uh, cause you know, I kind of want to represent myself in two different fashions and, um, I do want to say I do, I do respect and understand why, uh, community members and people who buy into a project want to know, uh, who the owners are and a little bit about them. And, and it just kind of creates that trust. Um, so I'm trying to do that in the form of through my, uh, virtual identity and, uh, who knows, maybe one day I'll, uh, I'll jump to the other side, but uh, that makes sense. Yeah.
1: for For now, for now, you have basically two different lives, and you know you get to enjoy them separately. And makes then m- maybe I'll uh, link them up in the future. So okay. from that, let's jump into how did you get involved in the NFT world, and how long have you been involved in the space?
0: Sure. So it all started on um, it all started last March. Um, a great friend of mine by the name of Benjamin Cohen. He's not doxed.
1: I was gonna say they're not doxed, okay?
0: Not doxed. I mean, he's a very well educated, uh, well diverse um, uh, personality, and an investor in the Web three world. He's actually just starting his own fund, um, and he introduced me to Board API Club. Um, well, to just back up a bit, I was heavily involved in Topshot, which I don't think gets enough credit in this industry for being the catalyst and. Onboarding people on the whole uh, uh, blockchain slash right click save mentality, which is which you know which is hard to understand when you first started with Topshot.
1: It was definitely a crucial step in terms of kind of bringing on mass adoption that we've seen happen over the last twelve months. I would say
0: exactly. So yeah, I mean, I was honestly very successful with Topshot. Uh, obviously uh, from then till today, my portfolio is not as successful, but it's okay because they onboarded me to the NFT scene, uh, made me, un- like I said, made me understand, uh, you know, the, how valuable and, and how futuristic NFTs could be. Uh, I got introduced to board API club in March. I've held my ape from March till, till today. I actually still have my full collection and, um, I really you yeah, have more more
1: than one the way that you got at the time uh,
0: Well I've, I've had more than one throughout my time um, but the first ape I ever bought I've held it's I guess we could call it your forever ape or your forever uh, NFT and uh, I still hold the dog that, that I got through it I still hold the mutant and it's a collection I see passing on to my kids. Um, and that's what got me started and you know given that I was in it from last March I grew with the web3 world and I've seen the way projects have developed I've seen the way I've seen board API club you know go from an infant baby to a, a behemoth that it is today um, and all that you know all that time has just shown you know giving me the education to to see how to develop a project uh, the right and proper way. And
1: uh, how much were the apes when uh, you first got them? That was the one they were first minting, or you got it right on the like kind of after that on the secondary.
0: So I would love to flex and say that uh, I got it when it was minting, but I got it right after the mint at zero point four ETH.
1: So I think you still did okay for yourself.
0: Yeah, I definitely did okay, and and it's it's I mean it really taught me so much to hold on to this. And it really, you know, gave me the diamond hands that I have today, and that's what I'm known for, and uh, and around me and my friend group, and it's, and that that's where it all started.
1: So, with the apes, as you've held since the last year, have you participated in any events that you've benefited from being a holder, um, or has it purely so far been kind of an asset that's gained value?
0: Uh, all the buff. Um, I obviously been. Um, you know very integrated into the body of community i've connected with people off of the discord uh talking about um you know some of their offshoot projects you know talking about and as given that we were so early we were kind of creating relationships and talking about other NFT projects that were getting on the scene Uh, and then given that i live in new york city um when a when NFT NYC happened, it was just pretty much meeting up with all those uh, friendships and connections and ape friends and, and having a blast at Ape Fest and, you know, going for dinner and lunch with all, you know, the wonderful people in the ape community. And it really, really went a long way from, uh, from 0.4 ETH. And forget about the monetary side of things, just the connections and, and love and friendships that, that came about from last March. What do you
1: think's more valuable right now in terms of just having like a person like for your network and everything
0: a degree from Harvard or having an Ape? Wow, that's a tough question. Um if you ask me what I would want today, I would want a degree from Harvard. Mhm. Because
1: I mean, it means a lot coming from someone who's a holder of an Ape. So, uh I,
0: I, listen, it is it is more rare to have an Ape if you look at the statistics, I guess definitely um, but who knows I mean Harvard having you know the doors could open in Harvard in so many different directions but only the future would tell how many doors will open from the Apes a lot is open but I think from year to date more doors could have been open if I had if I had a, a Harvard uh, if I graduated from Harvard.
1: We'll see see how that holds up over the next uh, 12, 24, 36 months because I think, like, as we've seen, that community just keeps getting stronger and stronger with uh, the high-profile people entering it, which you basically wouldn't have access to without being a holder. So, you know, as they say, your network is your net worth. So I think it's going to be an interesting kind of development to watch.
0: What about yourself? What would you choose?
1: You know, I think right now I would probably choose. I mean, it's a hard one, I would say. So I guess it comes down to how you, having an ape almost opens yourself up to really good networking, regardless of what you do, or having a Harvard degree, you really would have had to work really hard at Harvard to build that network. And while it does open doors, I think a lot of that relies on your network that you've built while there. So, you know, I don't know, maybe I'll, I'll go with the ape right now. I think that in terms of just social culture, if you leverage that and you really work uh, off of having that asset, I think it can be an interesting opportunity. But it's still early, so it's de- definitely it's kind of, it's a hard thing to choose.
0: Sure, and also yeah. I just want to mention, I mean, the Web three world obviously lives on Twitter. Um, yep, and I don't think yes, it, it's tough to see Twitter sell themselves out and you know have Twitter Blue for. For everyone to, you know, have a hexagon to verify their NFT, but I don't think it gets a real recognition. For when you do own a blue chip NFT, and you reach out to someone, or you send a tweet, or you send a DM, I mean, it's and you have an ape as a as a as a hexagon, it automatically 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 get a foot through that door, and and you know, having that foot for certain people you want to reach out to. Just goes a long way, um, and it's very cool. I don't think Twitter gets really Twitter got enough um, appreciation and recognition uh, since they did that whole uh, NFT verification. So,
1: but I, yeah, it was definitely like I feel like a even was, within the NFT community, some people loved it, some people hated it. But there is it's undoubtedly that having an ape as your profile picture, um, especially if it's a verified picture, and they could actually connected to you is a huge door opener um huge like yeah it's uh people definitely it's that I means the new rolex it's the new ferrari uh, and people do find value in kind of the the flex oh, uh, yeah. like we like to say oh yeah cool so you've had an ape you've been involved pretty much for the last year as an early investor there had a huge return then you ended up actually acquiring an NFT project, Buttheads, which we're going to be talking about. So how did that come to be? Let's talk first. How did you hear about Buttheads? Um, and how early did you hear about it? How much earlier than when you actually ended up acquiring
0: it? Sure. So my my, uh, my other good friend, Maurice, uh, from Avex Capital, you can find him on Twitter. Uh, he's the first one to bump into Buttheads. Um, just to backtrack a bit, I have a close-knit group of friends, best friends that we grew up with since childhood, who's been on the NFT scene. Uh, Since last February, we all bought apes together, and then we've obviously become a family since, growing throughout the summer, throughout the NFT boom. So we all bumped into buttheads. We thought it was so cool, so funny, so different. Um, The art was honestly so creative, awesome. They did such a good job. Um, And we all bought And we, you know, the founder was very communicative in in the Discord. Uh, Community was, you know, it wasn't as crazy as you see Discords are today on these new projects, on these new hot projects. Um, But it was there. People were talking. People were loving it. People were butting around. And we all bought our fair share 20, 30, 40. Some of us had 50.
1: Was this before? This was not during the mint. You guys found them on the secondary already. (laughs)
0: mint was free um okay. yeah so most of us did actually mint our butts uh and a lot of us bought it i guess right after the mint uh but we definitely had probably with the 11 group with 11 friends we have in the group we probably owned you know up to 150 to 200 butts. um and
1: there's the total is 8888 correct
0: Correct. So, yeah, so I mean, we owned a lot. We, and we, because we just genuinely thought it was different and cool and funny. Um, and it's really down to earth. I mean, it's, it just says, you know what? It's, it's, people don't have to take this space so seriously and it's, and it's awesome. So then, uh, as time went on, uh, obviously we were focusing on a lot of different things um, and we saw the butthead engagement decline. Um, and we were, became really the only ones in the Discord that were really speaking. And, you know, we saw things go south. So we spoke to the owners and we offered them to buy out the project. Uh, they respectfully declined. Um, and I just want to do mention that the owners are fabulous. Um, I believe it's a three-man team. Uh, the developer, the artist, and another developer. Uh, unbelievable people. Um, they respectfully denied our offer. We were okay with it. Uh, we had our price; that was the price. You know, we weren't going to go more than that. And uh, we held through. And the butthead community engagement kept on declining um, throughout the last couple of months. And uh, and yeah, one day, uh, one of our one of our friends get a get a text from the previous owner saying, "Let's make a deal."
1: Cool. So initially, when you bought it, it was more of an investment kind of standpoint, or were you buying it because you saw that there was a cool community and uh, some utility behind it?
0: Well, at the time, there's actually no utility. Um, it was just a bunch eight thousand eight hundred eighty-eight butt heads. Um, actually, they did have the shit token, um, but that's not something we were gonna, you know, get involved with just for you know shit, shit token. Shit token. Yes, they okay. developed they developed a token around their butts. You hold the butt to develop shit tokens but um for legality reasons that's not, that's something that we were not going to get involved with mm-hmm. so, so i mean we bought the project with no utility um yes it's an investment anything you require you know money out of the pocket is an investment uh, but at the same time we wanted to also make it a fun project for us as the community at you know as the ownership group as a whole, we're talking about seven to 10 different people, uh, just as a fun, awesome, you know, we all just f- family oriented project and we wanted to rebuild this project. And we, you know, this is our motto with laughter and love. And, um, yes, people are becoming impatient because it's taking, you know, it's, it's over time, but at the same time, you know, this was such a sudden transaction. I mean, they they contacted us. Let's make the deal. We made the deal within 24 hours. And, um, and yeah, next thing we know, the, the company got uh, transferred to us through all the different outlets. And we met. How did that happen?
1: So the actual acquisition of a project, um, how do you take over ownership of a project from somebody else? Do they send you the account that it's linked with
0: or how does that actually work it's really so it's it's so simple i mean maybe it's simple because this project was uh, you know not there was not too much going on but it was just pretty much getting on a zoom call with the owners uh transferring ownership to all the social uh for all the social feeds so that's discord and it was a huge advantage that they already built out the discord they already had mods uh, we actually onboarded some more mods, but the discord was very well built. Um, we, we, we wish that the Twitter following was a bit more. I mean, when we acquired it, I think it was like 1400, which is pretty weak in the web three world, uh, Instagram. I followed. mean, it
1: depends, I guess if they're 1400 engaged people or if it's just like bots and a lot of BS. Cause you have pages now that have like 50,000 followers, but if they're all bullshit, then, uh. You know having a few thousand actually devoted people plays is much is worth a lot more,
0: well, yeah, I mean, you gotta realize this it's they had a free mint, so you know eight thousand eight hundred and eighty eight people they sold out, which is I think still an accomplishment, even though it was a free mint. was there a limit to how many you can get at the free mint? Yes, uh no, there's no mint, no, but you you could have got like. It's, that's it's, my Yeah. But given the gas fees, there's people always have Mm to, uh, you know, stop somewhere. Um, so yeah, I mean, they didn't really do a huge marketing push once they sold out. Um, and we, we really had to rebuild the company. Uh, there was a huge, huge, huge wall of butts to get from zero to 0.01. Um, and it was a lot of work and, and the community and this is something we're going to speak about in the spaces tonight is, and it's not the community's fault, but I mean, this all happened within 24 hours where, you know, we got contacted, we jumped on a call the next day. Um, they transferred the contract to us, which is very simple. Um, I was one of the developers on our end handled it with the developers on their end. So I don't really know the technicality of that. Um, and they made us co-owner on OpenSea, um, you know, to sell the project and for us to get the royalties. And it was as simple as that. And uh, within two hours of a Zoom call, the project was ours. Cool, and so we pretty had, straight, straightforward process. And we had to make a huge marketing push to to really get you know the ball rolling, in. and and uh, it worked. It worked to some capacity. We're still yeah. still trying. Yeah, oh,
1: so, so I know recently you guys partnered with Dude Wipes. So I first found out about the project. Actually it was via LinkedIn. Sean Riley, who's the CEO of Dude Wipes, made his profile picture a Butthead. He posted about the project. And it's really interesting seeing a CPG company, especially like a it's a butt wipe company, entering the kind of in the NFT space. So I'd love to hear about how that came to be.
0: Sure. So I mean the the Dude Wipes and the Butthead community really, you know, took their Initiative to get it done to be to be to be completely honest with you um, One of the members Steven tweeted at the tweeted at dude wipes dude wipes jumped on it uh, When we acquired was this before you guys acquired the project when the yeah. tweets happened. So they were tweeting at each other um, They were and then they were the previous ownership was exchanging emails. It didn't really go anywhere um, And to backtrack when we acquired the company uh, day one we acquired Day two we reached out to Dude Wipes. Day three we got on a call. I mean, that was our first, you know, that was our first step and that was a, that was our best move right off the bat to really, you know, get the community back rumbling and, you know, back, you know, back to to make it as engaged as possible and as awesome as possible was taking that opportunity and running with it. And How
1: did you uh, reach out to Dude Wipes? Um, like I get that you guys were tweeting at each other, but actually setting up the meeting. Did you just did it go from Twitter or did you have some previous connections with the company that you relied on?
0: Yeah, so we actually had their emails. So we reached out introducing the new ownership. Um, they emailed us back right away and we ran with it. And the Sean and his marketing team and his web development team, Ryan, they're awesome. Um, they worked with us. They put their best foot forward on trying to be a value add uh, in this Web3 world. Anything they could have done, they did. And actually, they're the ones who ran the back end for the giveaway, um, which is something that they do on a monthly basis. They do these amazing giveaways. So they said, you know, let us run the giveaway. Let us, you know, have we have an infrastructure uh, landing page for giveaways. And, uh, and it's we'll a beautiful
1: it. landing page too. people. I'll link it, obviously, in the bio, but it yeah. looks su- super nice. And so the I don't have it open here. Actually, I do. So people could win up to like the grand prize There's one ethereum one year supply of dude wipes and then three buttheads nfts with a rare one and there's basically three prizes so first second and third kind of place and so who's the ether um, the buttheads are coming from you the butt wipes are coming from dude wipes uh who's putting up the ethereum is that like a collaboration between the two of you is dude wipes doing it or are you guys doing that correct it's a
0: collaboration between the both of us we're splitting the cost cool got it and, and so yeah and, and, I, and i just want to say sean was so down to do whatever he can to show off his butt i mean he has his own exclusive honorary butt and i mean if he could just hang it up I, if, i'm assuming if he could have hung it on his face he would have um he just loved it and he ran with it. And we didn't even ask him to put it as PFPs on any of the social networks. He just he just wanted it all of it and he did it. So he,
1: he's definitely doing a great job with publicity because that's how I found out about it was because he made his profile picture a butthead. And I was like, Oh, cool, dude uh, dude like for launching an NFT. And then it turned out that you guys are partnering with that. Of course. So that's amazing. And so when is that uh do you know the date when that's ending the giveaway?
0: Yes, I believe it's February twenty second um i don't want to give the wrong date but it yes it is within the next tool. i'll link
1: it in the bio the the correct date with everyone with the link and you guys yes. should totally enter because it's it's a cool giveaway dude wipes are awesome heads are cool so you know a little match made in the, the toilet as they say
0: 221 it ends so let's let's get some more entries because we want we want, we want to get these butts out and so
1: with the giveaway right now, you guys are collecting emails and then those emails are going to Dude Wipes or is our buttheads also getting those emails is it like a split between the two?
0: So the value add for Dude Wipes was that they're going to, you know, get more emails for their um, for the subscription list which, you know, from a branding perspective that's gold, super important. And then our value add was to get their subscribers so their current subscribers so they blasted this email they blasted this giveaway to their current subscription list to get eyes out on buttheads to show the butthead community that you know we are serious this new ownership is making moves we are collabing with a serious awesome brand um and as well as get a follower count i mean like i said we we really when we acquired this brand of 1500 followers it, it was extremely extremely low and and part of the giveaway was following us, retweeting us, getting eyes on us, um, and uh, and it worked. Uh, we doubled. How up. long
1: have you guys? How long have you guys had the brand at
0: this point? Um, so we're probably almost a month from last week. So. Cool. Wow. So
1: right now the Twitter sitting at like 3,700. So it looks like you guys have pretty much doubled uh, the follower account in yes. just that one month.
0: Yes. And this is all organic and we never took out a dollar from royalties. We kept on reinvesting it in the company. Um, maybe one day you'll own a project and if you do, you'll realize how much spam comes your way for these people who want to just promote, 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 promote. Um, I already see that
1: with having a podcast in this space. Anytime I post, I'll get like 10, 15, 20 comments and they're all just like shilling, promote bullshit, promoting this page, that page, this page. And I'm like, okay, guys.
0: And we haven't, and we haven't fell for one of those rabbit holes, the promotion rabbit holes. Um, We're trying to, you know, create enough royalties where we can make a big splash uh, we we have not paid ourselves $1. We keep on reinvesting it as in giveaways, sweeping the floor so we could give away more butts. Uh, we have another cool giveaway happening. We have the In Real Life event happening. Um, yeah, so
1: let's talk about kind of the, the In Real Life event. And I want to talk about kind of future plans. So Dude Wipes, that's basically a partnership. You did uh, kind of some brand awareness for you, brand awareness for Dude Wipes. So they're kind of get to... They get to play in the NFT space. That's not something that's gonna be a permanent collaboration, from what I understand. That's uh, just happening right now. Or do you see yourselves working with Dude wipes together for the lifespan of the project?
0: So we definitely do see ourselves working with Dudewipes. Um, so to get us off the ground, we both agreed it was best to, you know, get this giveaway going, have it done, and it happened. I mean, we said, you know, let's have this giveaway done in two, three weeks. Um, and then from there, we create something really special, where it can be a long-standing relationship, where we have time to work on, um, and try to create a partnership where it's beneficial for both parties, beneficial for their community for our community. Um, but you know, we really just wanted to show that we're collabing and doing this awesome giveaway it was the quickest, fastest, best way to show that. Um, and yeah, we are, uh, you know, we are in talks and, uh, we're hopeful to get something going.
1: Cool. So there's some more interesting projects in the books, potentially with the dude wipes. Potentially. Correct. Cool. Well, so we'll all keep an eye out on that. And then outside of dude wipes, what's in general, the plan with, uh, buttheads are there, I think you mentioned before, there's going to be some, maybe some other collaborations with other brands in the CPG space, potentially, um, is that still the plan?
0: Correct. Yeah. So we are. We're so the ownership group is a bunch of businessmen from New York City. Uh, so we have a lot of connections. We uh, we're all we're a group full of entrepreneurs, full of marketing uh, geniuses, full of uh, 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 yeah people in real estate. I mean, all different backgrounds. So we're just trying to all use our resources uh, from our primary jobs. Uh, to come together and try to, you know, you know, have, have a significant value add that is different from the rest of the other NFT projects. Um, we did pull, we did scrap the shit token cause uh, we're not, we're not in the business of, uh, of doing illegal things and it's a bit, bit, uh, bit hairy getting into the whole token side. Yep. Uh, so we we're doing crazy and crazy events in real life events. Um, which we're planning to announce tonight. We're doing a Laugh Your Ass Off event, which is something we want to do uh, semi-annually. Um, that's going to be in the beginning of March, uh, probably the second week of March. Uh, that's going to be a bar uh, comedy show with surprise guests and an after party. Um, and it's going to be awesome. we It's exclusive to Butt-Head butt head Holder. And that's going to be in New York City. That's going to be in New York City, yep. And cool. then hopefully come NFT NYC in the late of June, we're going to have an insane, insane, insane party. So that's that's the in real life side of things. Uh, we also plan to do some merch. We also plan to do a collaboration uh, with another company to release merch, uh, kind of like a, with the atom bombs are planning on doing. Uh, and we're trying to f- find the right brands that correlate with Buttheads and that have similar type of branding and marketing uh, to try to work with them, just like the way we work with Dude Wipes, uh, to make it a happy, longstanding uh, business relationship. And listen, it may take some time, but like I said, and I keep on wanting, I keep on wanting to repeat myself. We acquired this company within one day, um, so we're kind of rebuilding this company, and it's only been one month, which feels like a thousand years in NFT world um things and move I, quick here things move quick and we're we're building it brick by brick we're we're creating that roadmap we're trying to you know trying to find different avenues to be different and we're trying to break through that wall to get to 0.1 and we can look back on this podcast and, and we could have been very successful doing it or we could have failed but we're, we're i would mean,
1: here based on what I'm hearing, I think you guys are definitely moving in the right direction, but you're not going down the cheap money routes and trying to yeah. gain BS and followers. It seems like you're A, you're partnering with very much real brands. Dude Wipes is a multi, multi million dollar company that's very much legit. Shark Tank has a huge store presence. You're working on events in real life. So it seems like
0: you are working on yeah. at least from my perspective, in the right direction. And we're not in the business of overhyping. We could promise promise so many things now, and and try to drive up that you know try to drive up that uh, that floor price floor price, but that's not what we're about. Uh, we're building slow, brick by brick, um, and to show the community that you know what it may take some time, but there is progress and there's real milestones that are being hit.
1: So in terms of the event that you said is happening in New York, do you know where the uh, current Buttheads community kind of is split across the U.S.? Is there a big presence in New York? Are you just hoping that they'll come to New York? Uh, What's the thinking there?
0: Yes, so so we're actually going to do an insane giveaway as well, uh, which is going to be announced the last week of February. Uh, We're going to do a giveaway for... Uh, travel and accommodations to our event for anyone. Oh, who does, awesome! Anyone who does not live in New York. And to answer your question, um, we're going to see. But once we announce this giveaway, we're going to see where people live, where the reaction is. Can people make it? Is there people in the tri-state area? Um, and that's our. And that was our. That's the best way to really gain uh, traction on if we're going to if we can get that following in the New York area. Um, but either way the event is happening and the event's going to be insane and we plan to blow it out.
1: Awesome. I'll definitely be there. So, uh, I'm looking forward to it. And then I just want to end up talking a little about, so utility, when you bought the project, there wasn't really much utility behind it. It seems like right now, at least the event is definitely one source, of, so, like one source or example of utility that you're going to provide holders, uh, real life comedy events, networking, etc. cetera what other forms of utility are you thinking about that at all right now or um, kind of what's the thinking there
0: sure so we are actually looking into um, nFT worlds uh, to an acquired an NFT world it's funny we were think we were about to acquire it two weeks ago um, and it didn't end up happening right before the butt heads right before the dude wipes giveaway and the floor doubled uh, but we are planning on creating a butt world Um which we planned on announcing um, late March.
1: And what's up, butt, butt world would be basically it's in so the metaverse meta yeah, uh, yeah. hangout kind of spot.
0: Yeah, correct. So it'd be a community driven type of hangout in the metaverse uh, within our NFT world. And then we actually spoke to NFT world developers, great people. Um, and then, you know, throughout time we're going to cr- uh, convert butt world to a, actually a multiplayer game, Within our NFT world, uh, that's one side of things. And then, um, listen, we, we don't want to oversaturate the butthead community and, and airdrop buttheads to everyone at this point in time, because we just need we need that demand rather than oversupplying the ecosystem. Uh, so once we break that wall, the the opportunities are endless. We have awesome things in mind, airdrops, uh, collaborating with you know other PDE games. Um, We're very, we're a community that's very bullish on BYO pills. Um, We all minted BYO pills. So we're very friendly with the owners over there. Um, And yeah, I mean, we've been, like I said, we've been in this since February, all of us, uh, most of us own apes, punks, and we've all developed in real life partnerships, networking connections, metaverse in real life partnerships, connections. And we plan to use those resources. And if we, and We're going to do it right we're going to do it slow and we're not going to overhype and we're going to make it happen so that's that's
1: interesting seeing that gaming is kind of definitely one of the avenues you guys are looking at and also yeah
0: realistic gaming we're we're now i'm not going to say we're going to go build out our own gaming platform and and have uh tokens and because that's just that's not something we don't want to overhype it but it is in our cards uh, if we do pass certain milestones, we do plan, but NFT Worlds is on top of our list. Um, Butt world is definitely going to happen. And we are going to, yeah, try to convert our NFT World from Butt World to a competitive multiplayer gaming aspect. But Is has- there
1: currently a roadmap that's public in terms of what Butthead's planning to do? Or right now is it still kind of tentative? You guys are just in, okay. in the planning
0: stages. We're still in the planning stages. Um, we just want to be realistic with ourselves. To be honest cool. with you, we could, you know, we create. We could send out a, a butt map, which is what we call it. But we don't want to put things that we're not going to be able to achieve. Um, and yeah, we're we we're, we're doing it. Seven, seven. I think
1: people are people are going to value that transparency and that you guys are honest about it, and that hey, it looks like a. You guys have, are people who. Have been involved in the space for at least a year, pretty heavily, and B are going to be working to actually bring them some sort of value, not just rug pull or get a bunch of money out of them and screw people over. So, I think, at least from my point of view, it's uh, you know, it's good to see. You. And we don't, we never know what the future is going to hold, but it doesn't seem like you're here to scam anyone.
0: No way, not happening. We're gonna, we're gonna build it, and we all have heavily belief it's going to be successful. And we're going to need the community's help. So let's do it. Love, love to see it.
1: And then I just want to end with one question. So I saw that on OpenSea, when I'm looking at Buttheads. I saw, I mean, obviously every project now is copycats. But there were several different Buttheads. And so, for example, I saw like CryptoPunk Buttheads. Are those projects that are like not at all associated with you guys? Is that like side projects that you tried to launch? Um, what's the deal with all
0: of those? That's They're, totally separate, not associated with Buttheads. That's,
1: Unrelated. Okay. So the only one right now, there's there's the buttheads, there's the main one. And then I so I saw that you guys have on OpenSea also, there's the honorary buttheads, which is a collection of around 18, I think, special buttheads, which are separate than the 8,888 general butthead collection. So what's the plan with those buttheads? Is that something that you're giving away to people for collaborations, giveaways, um,
0: special reserve what's the plan there sure so there's two honorary collections the honorary collection number one is from the previous ownership um they gave it away to their vips to their uh to their partnerships to their special holders and, and that still that still should remain valuable uh mm-hmm. we created an honorary collection 2.0 which as you can see right now is um sean, O'Re- sean o'reilly uh mark cuban and the dude wipes community and pretty much you know those are our vips those are people that we're collaborating with those you know we're, we're really going to try to make that as as exclusive as possible and go from there and mark uh, cuban also has one mark cuban does have one yes we we try cool. to do it organically um he could have seen it he could have not we don't know for sure but we made him an awesome awesome butthead
1: cool that uh, you so you just sent it to him and you're hoping he kind of interacts correct. that way correct cool well i mean he'd be a, he'd be a good name to have on board too but josh it seems like sean riley's killing it for uh you guys already with dude wipes and i'm works. excited to see how that collaboration uh works out so overall i want to say thank you mr butt daddy for coming on um, and talking to me about Buttheads, your collaboration with dude wipes and the future plans i think it's a super neat project i'm always interested in projects in the cpg slash nft space when they're bringing those two worlds together which is seems what you guys are doing and i'm excited to see what happens with the event and future plans awesome wgmi it's gonna happen. wgmi let's go cool man well thanks for coming on and we'll talk soon maybe we'll have you on in a few months or something uh, maybe in a month or two after those events and we'll see how what's going on i'm sure everything's going to be changing really quickly so awesome and that wraps it up thanks for listening i hope you enjoyed it subscribe like leave a comment about your favorite part of the episode and uh, see you next week peace (laughs)